Welcome to Turf Talk Preakness Picks Edition. Vance, the night is finally here, Preakness Eve, the day tomorrow. Of course, you could already have gotten your Preakness picks in, but uh, if you're like me, I'm sure you're waiting. Weather gonna play a role, uh, but we know the field, we know the horses. Who'd you go with on top? Well, unlike two weeks ago at the Kentucky Derby when I constantly looked at the race over and over and overthought it too much, uh, the more I look at the Preakness, the less I need to overthink things. <laughs> Looks like a two-horse race to me, Nyquist and Exaggerator. I'm sticking with the two-year-old champ. I was finally won over two weeks ago at Churchill Downs. I'm going to stick by him. It's not necessarily the way I'm going to play the race. I would, I would have to say Exaggerator, if you're going to bet the race at all on the wind pool, is the right choice to make uh, currently about 9 to 5 or so. But uh, as far as my top pick is concerned, I'm sticking with the champ, Nyquist. I think he's got a good turn of foot that can beat Exaggerator to the punch uh, around the far turn and maybe in the stretch and hopefully hold him off at the end. All right. Well, I am sticking with my derby pick, who is Exaggerator. I completely agree with you. Uh, Two-horse race is the cliche. I mean, obviously, there are others in the race that could have a say. Upsets happen. A few wouldn't completely shock me, others would. Uh, but to me, I, I thought the Derby solidified that these are the top two three-year-olds by far, uh, at least among the males. We'll see what Songbird and Catherine Sophia have to say about that, uh, and Karina Mia perhaps, throughout the rest of the year. But they were the top two. Nyquist was close to that pace. He put Gunrunner away, who ran admirably and was a Louisiana Derby winner. Nyquist clearly better. Exaggerator, the one coming late. I'm going to go with him again, though. I, I do like that he's going to be a higher price, and I don't feel that what we saw in the Derby shows that they're that far apart that I don't that I need to take the shorter price on Nyquist. But, uh, I mean, you and I are with each other for sure. Uh, if it's like the Derby, though, not a lot of money to be made. I mean, that exacto was short. The trifecta was short. All the, all the, the verticals were short. The multi-race wagers were where the money was. Depending on how the rain is at Pimlico, though, that might not be the case because full fields being scratched down, etc. We'll stick to the Preakness only. Who would you most like to see crash the trifecta? Um, I don't think I have a necessarily a major pick to crash the trifecta. I mean, if you want to pick out the logical horse, it would probably have to be Stradivari, who had a very impressive allowance win at Keeneland last time, earned a big fig. You know, I... If he had run a little bit better, I would have considered him a possible upsetter here in the Preakness, but it had to be a Bernardini type of performance for me in that allowance race. Bernardini, 10 years ago, came off a monster win in the Withers at Aqueduct, upset a race, uh, unfortunately marred by the breakdown of Barbaro, paid $27 and change. Uh, I didn't think Stradivari's uh, allowance win was that good in that league. I don't think he can beat Nyquist and Exaggerator at their best. But uh, Exaggerator, or excuse me, Stradivari finishing in the top three wouldn't surprise me at all. There's a lot of speed in the race. He's going to be uh, sitting off the pace and making a late move. Uh, to me, he's the most logical uh, third-place finisher here. All right, well, you mentioned a, a big fig, and I'm going to go with the biggest fig of all, at least as far as our own dad is concerned, and that's Uncle Lino, who got the best last out for his net speed rating uh, when winning the California Chrome race at Los Alamitos. Uh, he's going to be a long shot, rightfully so. He's making a step up in class just as Stradivari is, uh, but I'm going to respect the figure, and, and I know they're going to the lead from that post, uh, 
maybe he keeps going or maybe only Nyquist or Exaggerate or catch him. I think the price will be right though to, to trust the figure and you know maybe with, with Uncle Mo we see the brilliance uh, again in the Preakness from another horse. Uh, Lonnie I'm a little interested in. I, I hate the UAE horses in the Derby as we've gone on and on about. Uh, don't mind it as much when they've been here. And what I really like is they've said from when they nominated the horse, we're going to the Derby, we're going to the Preakness. He hasn't missed a note. He's trained on well. Uh, I, I worry about the speed. I mean, his UAE numbers on various uh, performance figures don't really stack up with these, but he's fit. He's going to be running. So, you know, for a horse who could be second or third maybe and beat a horse like Stradivari, uh, I'll take him. We haven't mentioned Collected, who's probably going to be the fourth choice behind Stradivari. I'm against him as well. Uh, I like that he's from California. I don't like that he lost when he shipped to Arkansas. I don't like that he needed to go to New Mexico to get a win. Uh, sometimes the Sunland race is fine. This year it wasn't because of all the issues there. Gettysburg, I feel, is a good grade two or grade three type, given that he's trained by Baffert and he's going to be the fourth choice. He's another one I'd like to beat out of the try. Yeah, yeah collect, collected and I think is a pretty good horse. Uh, like you said, he won the Sunland race and he came back and won the Lexington. Uh, Bob Afford said he's expected to go to the front end in this race, but he doesn't seem like a need-the-lead type compared to some of the others. I think he can pretty get a pretty good trip on the outside, maybe chasing some horses. His pedigree doesn't really scream a mile and three-sixteenths, but I think he can maybe overcome that a little bit. Uh, Lonnie, you mentioned he's had a relatively quiet week preparing at Belmont Park compared to all the hoopla at Churchill Downs right. a couple of weeks ago. That might actually be to his benefit. I wouldn't be surprised if, and he's run well in, in the mud in Japan before, so I wouldn't be surprised if he did run, a, improved on his derby performance and uh, crashed the try and super in this race for sure. All right, well, uh, we'll have some additional thoughts on the coward and betting the Preakness at twinspires.com slash blog. And if you followed along today, uh, Vance gave out a, a pick three, and I know he's eager to, to get that back in action tomorrow. So you, you're thinking pick three again somewhere on the card? or uh, I'm going to be looking at it. I'm, I want to see how the weather affects the uh, fields and the grass races mm -hmm. especially. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we, we won't lose any grass races tomorrow, but you can never be too sure. Um, I you know, we've heard about, already heard about uh, some upcoming scratches in the Dixie tomorrow, and that yeah. can affects the quality of that race a little bit. So I'm going to hold my fire at least <laughs> until the morning, early afternoon, and see what uh, what what I'm presented with. All right, we'll hold our mouse clicks until then. Again, that's at twinspires.com slash blog. But in the meantime, we definitely have our Preakness picks in. Uh, Exaggerator for me, and... Nyquist for me. There you go. Uh, we'll recap uh, the day's events uh, next week on Turf Talk. Maybe talk about a potential Triple Crown on the line, uh, but certainly a, a compelling Belmont waits in three weeks. But first, it's the Preakness. Enjoy.